Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host Pete Pascoe. All right, I'll let you straight into a little production secret here. This is my second vocal take. That's as far as I got the first time because the first time I started out was like, "Hi there, and welcome to Harima Hamadayabudibagdebab." And, um, you know, it just wasn't going to cut it. I'd spat left it in for a bit of fun, but it was just so bad. I thought, you know, we're expecting some professionalism here, people. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, um, welcome back for another dose of Song on a Chat. If it is your first time here, welcome aboard. Thanks so much. Gather around, grab a seat. Yep, that's the idea. Um, sit back. you got half an hour ahead of you of me. And... My piano, which will make occasionally some noises. I wasn't expecting that. It's been done a thousand times, but that's okay, because you never know where it's gonna take you, and that's where I'm gonna take you into that world of never, never. It's a dreamland, um, it's like being half awake. And indeed, that was where this week's song came from. It was that feeling of being half awake. Uh, in fact, oh, look, speaking of half awake, last night was a howling wind here in Melbourne. It was really blowing. It was one of that wind. It was, they said that actually the weather forecast was right. And uh, they said this is going to be an icy blast from the south. And that's where the weather comes from here. And, mate, was it freezing, howling winds. And that makes me think, I, I introduced my daughter to the young ones. Did I mention that recently? I think I might have. Uh, the Young Ones, that fantastic uh, TV series. Check it out online. I'm sure it's there on YouTube. Uh, that's where we watched it, actually. And the episode we watched was just so funny. The, the, the writers, they're so good, those guys. Um, and when, when they're in that, actually, they're about the you know, young ones. I'll oh, check it out. Look, there's four young guys in there about university age um, uh, sharing a house and the shenanigans they get up to there. Pretty good stuff. I love their off-the-cuff off the cuff sort of out there humor and really kind of lo-fi production it was really really cool and the wacky stuff they used to get up to that sort of thing really appeals to me um and actually i want to get into that in my video making with the music i've been waiting for some gear some more gear and it's unlike me to wait for gear i normally sort of i'm more you cut and paste scissors and you know cardboard sort of guy rather than the mouse clicks um I like that kind of thing. And I like combining the two, I must say. Anyway, the young ones, uh, the howling wind, it, re it reminded me, these, these guys, um, this guy, Vivian, he burst through the wall. He made a big hole in the wall, and they went into the next room. It was right out there, and there, there was a couple from somewhere, Eastern Europe, somewhere, I, I presume, and they were there around their candles. It did quite go, oh, the howling winds never stop. And it was like the whole flow of the show this wacky sort of bombastic sort of action-packed now slow down with the howling winds for about three minutes or oh, no but it seemed like that long but it was really funny anyway my daughter enjoyed it she thought okay this is this explains a few things so last night the howling winds happened in melbourne and uh not a lot of sleep was had it was a little bit broken i must say sort of because the gum trees here tend to come down pretty quick in the wind um yeah it's, it's interesting they just don't have a strong sort of root base and down they come so that quarter just hit there that was the beginning of the song 
visions of sleep. I see I called it visions of love there. I'm just looking in the book there. Um, and it, it, look, it came from a dream. We'll look at the lyrics in a minute. Um, see what you think. See what you can pick up. But uh, I want to tell you now that what I was trying to do with the lyrics is just recall the dream when I woke up because I thought it was kind of cool. Um, the, the, actually, just before you hear this version, I would like you to know that this was the first time it was ever played uh, by Paul Dredge from New Zealand and our great old friend Earl Pollard, uh, no longer with us, um, on drums. And this take was the first take. And we did 14 first takes and I called it an album. <laughs> You'd have to call it a demo, wouldn't you? And eventually I'm going to release it um, again. I, I've actually re-sung the vocals on this and uh, added some strings, I think, or something for a re-release. So this is the original version. And picture us, if you will, in, uh, in Earl's Garage. And I've got, I've got this song and I'm sort of going, it's like this, guys, you know? Um... So, yep, got it. Okay, cool. And uh, I remember him saying, "I must admit, man, uh, Pete, I haven't had listened to listen. I haven't had a chance to listen to that cassette you gave me." <laughs> so uh, Earl was in there cold. Paul had done some homework. Good on you, mate. And he was all set there on the bass. Boom. And so that was what I gave them. And it was like one, two, three, go. This is it. It was actually a four. All right, without further ado, we're going to say one, two, three, four, rolling, rolling. Here we go. Visions of sleep. Dreams and into the day 
How was that? Apart from it being about three years long, I think the song could give, do with a bit of it. There we go. I'll, I'll leave that one in there. <laughs> what was that? I think the song could have done with a bit of an edit. It was a little bit long, perhaps. But um, I've got to say, if, if, if you're thinking about putting a band together, or if, if you're in a band together and you're thinking about breaking up, but you're getting on pretty well, don't. Stick with it. i tell you what. Um, I mean, not playing our trumpets, but can I? That was first take and uh, first time that you know, Earl was listening to it. And you could, you could hear him listening. He was coming to the end. Here's a bit of, here, here we go. Here's a little tip. You're playing in a band. Listen to each other. Play at a level that you can hear the other instruments. And if you can't hear the vocals during the verse and can't make out the words, you're playing, playing too loud in the verse. Bring it down. Give it some dynamics and give it some space. <laughs> there we go. Because um, I thought that was really cool. It had such a nice groove had a nice kind of feeling um i and um yeah, I'm, I'm bubbling about that because it was nice to hear um just before this i i'll let you know i've been recording in the in the studio here making a video for um a song called what was it this is the way off an upcoming solo album and i, I thought i'd be clever and do a, a piano take without any vocals just a bit of a teaser on the on the youtube there so it's got the backing tracks they put down that actually i sing with on the finished album uh, that's coming up and um it took a little while to get that together because of 
I, I'm I'm kind of your one take Charlie when it comes to playing music, and Paul is too my my co co songwriter, uh, extraordinaire on guitar, multi instrumentalist that he is, instrumentalist. Um, I like to get it right the first time, and once you've got something right, it's kind of hard to go back and try and get it right again. And oh, you know, look, I, I normally talk about the lyrics straight after the song here, but I'm sort of bleating on about music, and I think it's a big part. Well, it is a big part of it. I'm a songwriter, you know. I get enthusiastic about it, and here you go. Just just make sure you record your first takes. I reckon that. I reckon that's pure gold. On the subject of gold, I think I'm gonna look at um. Page 406 of your songbooks, ladies and gentlemen, for this is song, 100, uh, song 406. I see it was written in 1998. Holy moly. Uh, visions of Sleep, originally called Visions of Love. I thought Visions of Love was apt, but woofy. I remember that. So I thought sleep, because where did it come from? It came from my sleep, as I was saying. Here we go. Here's where the, what the lyrics were. And what I wrote down in the morning, I was in the habit of doing this, uh, waking up and not fully waking up, and just leaning on the right-hand side a bit and in bed, and writing in my little diary or whatever, whatever came to mind. And I wanted to catch this dream because it feels like a slightly different dream i think you have all sorts of dreams i think you have nearly woken dreams deep sleep dreams almost connection with something and this feels like one of those special ones to me do i'm talking about am i talking about something i I don't know i just i just yeah i can delve in there and and it's something i'm very grateful for okay like one speck of dust on the red desert what what a form evolves as it comes. It comes closer. Oh, so the speck of dust on the red desert was that small, but it's getting closer. It's getting closer. Watching, and this one's saying, getting closer, getting closer. Smell the dust on his feet. So there you go. I've changed the sense. You know, I was, I was looking. Now I'm smelling, and and smelling is a good way to bring back memories. Smell the dust on his feet. I mean, that's a pretty, yeah, you know, that's pretty in depth sort of a thing to bring up, you can smell his feet, you smell the dust, okay, the dust, a uh, face appears closer, the face appears closer, can't quite see it, I awake, so it's, as if, it's as if someone's gently shook me, I'm by myself, uh, my girlfriend at the time, we were um, sharing a flat in Brunswick in Melbourne, and uh, she was off working in the retail job, I was hard at work, <laughs> sleeping in, and writing songs, uh, I awoke as, someone, as if someone gently shook me, out of my dreams and into the day. Thinking back through the haze, I sense a purpose to the visions of sleep. Then the bird's eye view appears to me. So I've, I've closed my eyes again. I'm just thinking, drop my head to the right a little bit to try and recall. The bird's eye view appears to me, appears to follow the shape on his weary way, his weary way. So it's gone from another seeing, smelling, to feeling, I'm, I'm sensing and looking and thinking, this, this is a weary figure, a weary person. See the dust rise from his feet. So rather than smelling it, I'm back to watching it. Face appears closer, face appears closer, but no, I awake as if someone Jimmy shakes me, etc. Then it goes into feelings of here and forever after. Now and forevermore. So what's that about? Well, I think it maybe in the, the spirit realm, the dream realm, 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 <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> the dream realm, I think perhaps time does not seem to matter. And I think it just sort of, I don't know, Einstein had a pretty cool theory about 
all kinds of stuff, and I don't think he's far from the mark. Anyway, that's just my feeling on the matter. Uh, birds like nowhere are we? Feelings of here and forever after, now and forever more, evermore. So that's all along the timeline. Now, past, forward, yeah. Untouched by time. There you go. Not even part of time, just untouched. Not even riddled in rhyme. The visions of sleep. And then I've got we grasp, this is good. Now, I, I, look, I went for alliteration here purposefully after about the second line. I remember writing this. Uh, we grasp, try one more time and give up. The, we grasp the suggested and we sense the sacred. We sift the sands. We need to rest our minds. So there's a bit going on in there. Um, we we kind of grasp something and then we sense there's something more to the picture we sift the sands, we try and find something in it, and that, that harks back actually to the scene of it was a desert, yeah. So, this, so we sift those sands, and then I come to the end, you know what? We need to rest our minds, and that's it, back to sleep. So that, that gives you an idea of the um, where, where the words came from for this particular song. Uh, they came quickly. I, I didn't agonize, I, I, I'm not one of those people that agonizes over every word. Um, I was listening to Neil. Uh, Neil Finn talk recently, and re- by the way, I really enjoyed his um, his the, the band Crowded House, the new version of Crowded House. Um, I missed some aspects of old Crowded House and the Crowded House before that, <laughs> but what they're doing is great. Really enjoyed the album, and uh, Neil Finn was saying that he just goes with whatever comes into his mind, and sometimes it's sort of disjointed isn't quite the right word, but. Just, just, just different images. He just doesn't question it. So I, I'm on board with that as well. I don't question what comes through, and sometimes you just say the images that uh, do come through. You got to be, I guess, what I'm trying to say then, a roundabout way. Here we are. Tip for uh, I think as a lyric writer, write something that rings true for yourself because you'll find your voice as a writer. And how do you find your voice as a writer? By writing, <laughs> I can. And rewriting and writing and learning and writing and writing some more and then see what happens and then chucking it all out and starting again. No, nah, actually, I'll take that back. Don't ever chuck anything out. Put it in a box, hang on to it because there's some cool sentences in there that don't make sense to you much now, but you might might just be just what you need. And if you're an artist, that's what I say to my... Um, when I'm doing art, sort of... Speak, speak, yeah, artist speaks kind of things in galleries and stuff because I'm an artist as well. Uh, I'll, I'll tell any, if I'm talking to young kids, I'll say, don't chuck out anything you've done. Look, uh, hang on to it all because, you know, what you're doing now as a kid is magic, you know, and as an adult, you'll find you start thinking about bills and this and marriage and cars and then tax. And, and sometimes it's hard, really hard to rediscover that child within you so whatever you're doing now as a youngster you're not going to do in some respects you'll do not you won't do anything better than that dog you did today that was on a skateboard or whatever you're doing that's having fun you can try again later on and and i really hope that you can hang on to that sense of yourself so there's another thing as a songwriter um just that sense of play and it's really is it's like like you know, plastic farm animals on a Saturday morning with their kids learning to play again and that sort of thing. Uh, I think I think that's why what attracts me to the songwriting realm. Now, look, I think I'll, we'll just talk about the music just a little bit now. Okay, so the riff I had in mind. Very unusual to write a song like this on the piano because on the piano you tend to do yo. Or yo. 
very straight, but this is this has got a bounce. And um, I just sat down and played that, and I thought, oh, that's cool. I hang on to that. I like that. And also, just rather than chords, again, had a had a riff that melody. Okay, so without that, it would just. Which is okay, but if you combine the chord and the rhythm with You've got to start And I had in mind straight away for someone to play acoustic guitar on that JG, on ya Anyway, that, that's where it came from And I just started singing along with it um, And I sang quite a high note to start with Is the melody any, any good? Let's see, I don't know, what do I do? Light won't spare in the red desert Not bad, okay, so we do Pretty rough, wasn't it? So, here's a trick, do it on the piano, see if it works Kind of works, yeah. Like one, oh, like one speck of dust, etc. And that—that's basically, isn't it? Smell the dust on its feet. Okay, and then to the chorus, uh, and to F. So you can hear that ring. <laughs> My current band, Pete Vasco, and the patient hum. The guitarist give me absolute grief if I start going. They get leave it to us, sunshine. <laughs> okay, I'll. I'll I'll fill it out. Ooh, don't mind that chord. Okay, so that was where the chord structure went. That I awake, summer gently shook me, and it sort of changes key here a bit. Hanging back into the door. So it's a good idea to sense a, a sense of drama, I guess. There's a bit of a bit of a bit of a bit of a pause, bit of a cosmic pause there. I think I'm back through the haze and I, I think I'll do that again. Only this time I'll completely change key to A. And then I went to F and C. So those chords did not belong together. But it just came out of thin air to go to F. It felt right. Um, that was the riff in the song. I don't know if you heard that. So those little bits that just really appeal to me, they come out of thin air like that. And I think it's important to try and catch them. Uh, David Bowie came to David Bowie came to mind. Brilliant songwriter. Often unrelated chords in some of his. Uh, what I think some of his really cool songs. So. Do not be afraid to go outside the realm of your relative chords, chords that belong together. There you go. Because that A took me to this, I wanted something spooky, where I kind of started whispering at this. And can I say, just in my mind, instantly, when I when I play these songs, I, I see the picture of how I'd love to play this song in a band, and never have, I Maybe might put it to the current guys, the, the patient hum guys, see what they think of this one. Because I think this would really work with the lights down, the woo, sort of, yeah. 
So I come up with a da da do do descending run, and you could you could riff on that for ages, yeah. Grass this suggested, we sense the sacred, we sift the sands, we need to rest our minds, etc. So I don't often talk in my songs. Um, I don't really like it, <laughs> as a rule. I'm not a big fan of music without melody, but I did it there. I did whisper, I'll give myself there. It seemed to work in there, which was unusual for me. I'm not uh, big on not having a melody. I love a melody. And uh, that's just the way I am. Um, and at the very end, I heard the giggling there. Uh, that was um, I got I got my mother, my mum. I, I sang these the vocals in the kitchen with the budgies going nuts and there, a couple of budgies in the cage, mate. Those things are good. Hey, I can do a budgie. Uh, hey, <laughs> who knew? I, where the heck did I learn that from? I don't know. The things you do with your life, they're budgy, great, you know. Wow. Um, that completely threw me. <laughs> I remember, i got to tell you, um, this funny ooh, funny thing here. Oh, okay, my computer died. No, we're, we're back. It's okay. That's the thing about I don't like about um, digital kind of stuff and and electrical stuff. I like real things. I like talking to people, and that, that's what I feel like I'm talking to you. You're listening. Thanks for tuning in this week. Really, really, really do appreciate it. Hope you're enjoying what you're hearing too. What was I talking about, budgies? Oh, yeah. Um, my mum my was out at work, and it was my brother and I at home, and we were really told we're going to get the budgie out because we had a budgie way back then. We were, this, we were very young. Um, do not let the dog in the kitchen if you let the budgie out. Had this little Dachshund Corgi cross dog, just new. Anyway, unbeknown to us, dog was in the kitchen underneath the seat. And we let the budgie out for a fly, which is pretty cool. Round the room once, round the room twice, get a bit tired. He's tired. He sort of went a bit lower beside the table. And all of a sudden, dog comes out and snap. <laughs> he just got a tail feather. Just about good night, budgie. I tell you what. Grabbed the bird, stuck him in the cage, and we put the dog outside, right? Mum comes home five minutes later. Dog, wag, 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 wags the tail. It comes off his backside, goes straight up to the up to the bird cage. Look at the bird cage. Look at mum. Look at me. And look, look at the bird cage. And mum just said, you guys have had the bird cage, the bird out with that dog, ain't you? I went, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> so there you go. It was just an just a near miss from the dog. All right, Budgie would have been good night. Um, sorry for any bird lovers out there. It did work out quite well for the Budgie. Um, so what am I talking about here? Got the Budgies. Visions of sleep. Yeah, I think I've pretty much covered it. I, I would like to say one thing again about the music in this particular demo. I really think it, it just caught such a great groove and that is again it's the guys that you choose to make music with it just makes all the difference you know i i I think i could try and record that ten thousand times and not get that right there you go or as right as that that we i'll go i will i'll do it again sometime but it'll be different it won't be just that kind of really nice kind of feel and you know, it's all about the tempo, I guess. That that's a big thing. If you can just get it to sit in the pocket, as it were, it's, it's a it's a nicest feeling. All right, um, I, I think that's probably enough from me this week. Um, I hope you're having a fantastic week. Uh, if you want to check out my blog, there'll be a painting on there this week for sure. 
Been a busy boy. Uh, lockdown here in Melbourne and uh, tough for the artists, I tell you, and the musicians. All the gigs going west, all the markets. Um, we're sort of opening up and we've shut down, opened up again, all that sort of thing. It's all over the shop. Anyway, I've been busy painting, not doing a lot of teaching because I can't do that in person. Doing a bit online. Um, oh, if you want a piano lesson, hey, hit us up. No, so I'm, I'm more looking for adults, I guess, and uh, be good to get some, you know, I can show you how to arrange a song on the piano, I guess, but something like that. Anyway, that's a bit off topic. This will be it for today, I would say. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed the visions of sleep. I have. It is such a good feeling doing these podcasts. Really appreciate you tuning in and look forward to the next one already. Catch you next week. This is Pete Pascoe signing out. Awake. <laughs> Must be being awake in the first thing in the morning, the winter mornings. Mum used to stick her head in the, in the bedroom. Be awake, wake up! You wake up! You gotta get to school. And we go. Oh, what am I gonna do? I wanna ride my bike. Howling, the howling wind out there, the howling westerly. I'm Australian. Now I'm living in Melbourne. And... <laughs> All right. Catch it. Thanks. Bye bye.